I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Fairfax County School Board members stand behind the rights of transgender students. I'm Melissa Howell. D.C.'s mayor responds after a high-level official in her administration is charged with assault and battery. It was a down day on Wall Street at the closing bell Friday. The Dow was off 630. The Nasdaq down 421. Good morning. Welcome in 5 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Stacey Lynn in Washington. President Biden says Russian President Putin isn't messing around when he talks about nuclear weapons. Here's CBS News correspondent Natalie Brand. Sharon Squassoni is a research professor at George Washington University and has held senior positions at the State Department. She says the key objective now is to make sure this conflict does not cross the nuclear threshold. I don't think that threat is credible. Tensions are likely to remain high with Russia planning nuclear exercises later this month. Russia has about one to 2,000 short-range nuclear weapons at storage sites around the country, including close to the border. More than a week after Hurricane Ian slammed Florida, bringing record-breaking storm surge and major flooding, residents there are trying to clean up and move forward. Our Peter King reports. As of late Friday, about 132,000 customers were still without power. Many people across the state are wondering how they'll move forward after Hurricane Ian. Governor Ron DeSantis promises is that the state will help them reduce the costs of day-to-day living. One example? Any household item, $25 or less, we're looking to suspend sales tax on that for a year. Meanwhile, rescue efforts there continue. The death toll from the storm is at least 127. Abortions can take place again in Arizona, at least for now, after an appeals court blocked the enforcement of a very old law that almost entirely criminalized the procedure. While this is good news for abortion advocates, Brittany Fontino, the president of Planned Parenthood Arizona, tells us... The ongoing threat of this extreme near-total abortion ban remains very real. There is still a law blocking abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy that was recently signed into law by the governor. A big move in Uvalde, Texas, as a result of the mass shooting in May that left 19 students and two teachers dead. Reporter Chris Fox is in Austin. The Uvalde school district has suspended its entire police department and now its leader is stepping down. Things the community has been calling for for months. These families are still hurting and they want answers. This district needs to clean house. We need change. On Thursday, the school district fired a newly hired police officer after it surfaced that as a state trooper, she was under investigation for her failed response on the day of the shooting. This response is what parents of the victims were seeking for a long time. They had been protesting outside the school district's headquarters for 245 hours. The first discussions on the suspensions and what happens next will begin on Monday. This is CBS News. If you need to hire, you need Indeed, because Indeed's all-in-one hiring solution helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. It's 5.03 on Saturday, October 8th, 49 degrees, sunny and breezy today, highs in the mid-60s.
Good morning, I'm Nick Ainelli. The top local stories we're following this hour. An overnight fire led to serious damage at an apartment building in southeast D.C. D.C. Fire and EMS says at least 11 people will need to find a new place to live now, but no one was injured. The fire started on the first floor of the two-story building near the intersection of Minnesota Avenue and G Street in southeast. The cause is still being investigated. An accused killer in Loudoun County who was released by mistake on Thursday has now been found. Stone Colburn was taken back into custody last night in Georgia. Colburn, who was being held on charges of killing his brother's girlfriend, was released after prosecutors altered the charges against him this past week. A murder charge was dismissed and replaced with a different charge of concealing a dead body. It appears that the Loudoun County Jail saw that the murder charge had been dismissed and then released Colburn by mistake. We're following new information on a man accused of firing shots at police in Northern Virginia. Ricardo Singleton is facing a long list of charges, including attempted malicious wounding of officers. Police say he led uh, police on a chase Thursday in Arlington and Fairfax counties and fired multiple shots at them. He took out his firearm and just recklessly fired several rounds at our police officers and our state troopers. It's an absolute miracle that no one was struck or killed. That's Fairfax County Police Chief Kevin Davis. Singleton eventually gave up and was taken into custody in West Falls Church. <laughs> Campaign 2022 on WTOP. It's a win for those in Maryland who've been pushing for the state to count mail-in ballots earlier than normal. The Maryland Court of Appeals ruling keeps in place the plan to let state boards of elections count mail-in ballots as they come in. The decision is a loss for Republican State Delegate Dan Cox, whose attorney argued it's unconstitutional since state law requires that mail-in ballots be counted two days after Election Day. Under the ruling, Cox, who's running for governor, will have to pay court costs associated with the case. The State Board of Elections issued a statement saying it's pleased with the appeals court ruling. Without it, officials argued certifying the November election could stretch into December. More than 550,000 mail-in ballots have already been requested. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser is responding to questions about her deputy mayor for public safety, Chris Geldart, who was charged with assault and battery earlier this week after police say an argument in an Arlington parking lot turned physical. We expect everybody to enjoy due process, right? Uh, and to have the full set of facts reviewed. Uh, we also expect that the worst thing that we do uh, doesn't uh, determine all of the best things that we did and render them useless. But having said that, I have a responsibility to people who vote for me, who expect me to act in a certain way and the people who work for us to act in a certain way. In addition to the charges, Geldart is facing questions about whether he meets a requirement that high-level D.C. officials live within city limits. That's because Geldart owns a home in Falls Church, Virginia. NBC4 reports he also rents an apartment in southeast D.C. Coming up for the November election, major changes in how Maryland releases the election results. We'll have all the details. Ever open a kitchen cabinet and your pans fall out on the floor? Or reach for spices and everything falls out? Whether your kitchen needs a spruce up or a major remodel, a free consultation with an experienced designer at Cabinet Discounters will get you started. See photos of gorgeous kitchen and bath projects and find hours and locations of our seven showrooms at CabinetDiscounters.com. We have fantastic career opportunities for experienced kitchen designers. Check it out at CabinetDiscounters.com. Cabinet Discounters. Great quality, great price. These days, 
business, everything seems to cost a little more. To help, Andrews Federal Credit Union has raised their share certificate rates. Share certificates are a specific type of savings account. With higher rates, you earn more faster. Andrews Federal Credit Union offers great rates on share certificates, up to 2.85% APY to meet your savings goals. Andrews Federal Credit Union membership is not just for military. We also serve the community. Visit andrewsfcu.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Membership eligibility required. APY equals annual percentage yield. Featured APY offers on a 60-month share certificate. Other rates and terms available. Must have $1,000 minimum balance to earn advertised APY. Good morning. It's 5.08. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. We've got traffic and weather on the 8s, and when it breaks, Ian Crawford is in the traffic center. And we're going to start in Virginia, Nick, southbound on 95. Thanks much to the caller for updating us. The crash activity, 95 southbound after Lorton, exit 163, but before you get to Route 1 at Woodbridge, exit 161. The crash, some response already on the scene, blocking the right lane. More response should be on the way. Watch your mirrors as you head south through Newington and passing Lorton, heading toward the Purple Heart Bridge. Past that, you are good on on the Capitol Beltway, lingering interloop work after 123, right lane still blocked. Or check that, right lane still getting by. On the ramp from the outer loop to go west on 66, that right-hand ramp is blocked by the ongoing work. Over the top of all that, on 66, before and after the Capitol Beltway, it's a single lane to get by. And then before and after the Fairfax County Parkway, one to the right gets by the work. Eastbounders, you'll find the work before 29 Centerville, and it will chase you all the way to the Fairfax County Parkway, left lane all the way. We've had some stoppages here. Cannot rule out additional ones. The ramp from 50 eastbound to go west on 66 shut down all weekend. They're reconfiguring that whole thing uh, in light of the new expanding I-66 express lanes that are about ready to go online. As a result, they have to reconfigure that whole interchange, and that's what they're doing. And that's why 50 eastbound has no ramp to go west on 66. In Maryland, the crash we had, uh, apparently still do have, on 95 northbound after 216 near the Howard County rest area. Last seen over on the right side blocking a right lane and still blocking that off-ramp. They are just now readjusting the camera. It looks like we still have the activity over on the right side. The off-ramp to the rest area is blocked. The crash on the BW Parkway was not a crash, which turned out to be a disabled vehicle. And it's uh, after 32 and over on the right shoulder. And, oh, there it is. Government agencies depend on VAST Federal for real-time data insights. Data, VAST modernizes data-centric operations with a mission-ready data platform built for AI. More at VASTfederal.com. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. We've got the forecast with Storm Team 4 meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Storm Team 4 tracking colder weather, making its way in after a high temperature of 81 on our Friday. Boy, wasn't that a beautiful day. We're looking at a much cooler day for our Saturday, but still going to be pretty nice. Going to be a cool morning start, stepping out the front door to temperatures in the mid to upper 40s in most locations. Uh, around 50 degrees in the city, but not warming all that much. High temperatures only in the upper 50s to low 60s even with plenty of sunshine. Now, we will see a few clouds, but uh, a lot of sunshine, too. And once again, temperature around 62 in the city, so nearly 20 degrees cooler on our Saturday, but not bad as long as you're dressed for it. Now, on Sunday morning, some areas could be down into the mid to upper 30s early on Sunday morning. Sunday afternoon, highs back into the mid-60s. Monday, we're going temperatures back into the mid to upper 60s and near 70 by Tuesday. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. It's 53 degrees in Hyattsville, 46 in Fredericksburg, and 50 outside WTOP Studios. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 
Campaign 2022 on WTOP. Maryland's Republican candidate for governor, Dan Cox, has lost a court battle as he tried to block the state from counting mail-in ballots early in next month's election. Elections officials are normally required to count those ballots after Election Day, but the plan this time is to count them as they come in. Sean and John talked about it with WTOP's Kate Ryan. Dan Cox had argued that Maryland law bars elections boards from counting mail-in ballots until two days after the election, both in the primary and general elections. So he took the case to court in Montgomery County, and the judge in that court found, you know what, there's enough concern about the surge in the number of ballots expected that the Board of Elections should be granted permission this one time to count early to change that Maryland state law in effect. That's important because as of this week, more than 500,000 mail-in ballot requests have been made statewide. That's a lot of mail-in ballots to process. But Cox appealed that to the next level, took it to the Court of Special Appeals, who said, nope, the circuit court was correct. And then he took it to the state appeals court, which is the Supreme Court of Maryland for all intents and purposes. At this point, nobody has started counting mail-in ballots yet. And it's still going to make life easier for, I think, for a lot of people when they do, right? That's correct. Now, again, what they're saying is we just want to be able to process them as we get them. Montgomery County, the largest uh, county in the state who had the most mail-in ballots previously, won't start counting until October 15th. And we should emphasize they're not going to report the results. They simply said we need time to process, hang on to these and that will save us massive amounts of time post-election day. So then why did Cox argue so strenuously against counting these ballots early? His position was that it's unconstitutional, that you're asking the court to do what the legislature should be doing. Maryland law is very clear. It does say, sorry, you can't start counting until two days after election day. So he really argued that that had to be upheld. And his attorney today told the judges the same thing, saying, look, you can't be doing the job of lawmakers. You would be usurping, you know, fancy legal word for taking up somebody else's governmental function by doing that. And as we wrap up here, it is important to note that no matter how many ballots are counted ahead of time, we're not going to know until all the polls close on election night. Absolutely. It does not change how results are reported out. That's after the polls close. And once they're sent to the State Board of Elections, which then reports the results out to you and me. And it does not change the way you, the voter, Go to the polls and have your vote counted. That's WTOP's Kate Ryan talking with Sean and John. Coming up on WTOP. Fairfax County School Board members stand behind the rights of transgender students. I'm Melissa Howell. It's 514. Meet Stanley Irk, the president and CEO of Novavax. Why innovative COVID-19 vaccine maker Novavax calls Montgomery County home. Sponsored by the Montgomery County Economic Development Corporation. Every CEO would tell you the same thing. It's, it's the workforce is the most important part of the company. And that's what we have. We can attract people here. It's a great place to live, to raise kids good schools, and just nice housing opportunities throughout the state. Listen to the entire discussion on WTOP.com. Search Montgomery County Economic Development Corporation. What powers Montgomery County is a thriving life sciences hub with global reach. Leaders like Novavax, one of 400-plus companies in our ecosystem. Discover abundant partnerships, top talent, and easy access to the NIH and FDA. $5.9 billion was invested in MoCo companies in 2021. And 2022 is looking just as bright. Find your next investor. Join the immunology capital next to the nation's capital. Reach out at connect at thinkmoco.com. 
Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 515, here's Frank Hanrahan. Busy day baseball playoffs on Friday, highlighted by the Mets losing game one. Max Scherzer, the former national, got shelled as he gave up seven earned runs as the Mets fall in game one to the Padres. Josh Bell, a former national with a two-run shot off of Max Scherzer. Game two is on Saturday. Also, game one's in this wild card in the NL. It was the Phillies battling from two zip down, scoring six runs in the ninth to beat St. Louis 6-3. AL Cleveland over Tampa Bay 2-1. to one. First time in 21 years, Seattle wins a playoff game. Mariners over the Blue Jays in Toronto for zip. Commanders make it official. They won't have wide receiver John Dotson. Rookie is uh, out of the uh, Titans game. Bad hamstring. Also questionable is tight end Logan Thomas. Commanders 1-3. and three, Desperate for a win. Host a 2-2 two and two Tennessee team that, if you recall, was the number one seed last year in the AFC before they were knocked out early in the playoffs. NFL Players Association has agreed to changes to the concussion protocol and is urging the NFL to do the same before Sunday's games. Now, the NFL responding, saying changes are likely, but did not commit to a timeline. A Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following on WTOP. The White House is clarifying remarks by President Biden that the world is at risk of nuclear Armageddon. It says the comments were meant to convey that no one should underestimate the danger if Russia deploys tactical nuclear weapons in its war against Ukraine. The Labor Department says the jobless rate in September was 3.5%, the lowest in a half century. But investors see some good news, bad news. It's, they say, more evidence that the Fed will continue to raise interest rates to knock down inflation. And gas prices are rising again. Calls in Congress are getting louder to take action against Saudi Arabia and OPEC nations over their plans to cut oil production. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. We're following new information now on Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin's proposal for schools that some say would be harmful to transgender students. It would require parental sign-off on the use of any name or pronoun other than what's in a student's official record. Well, the Fairfax County School Board has passed a resolution pushing back against that. The Fairfax County School Board has declared October LGBTQIA History Month, unanimously passing a resolution and committing to support students. Making LGBTQIA history is exhausting. Member Carl Frisch. Of course. There will always be obstacles on the road to full equality. Take the governor's shameful and divisive model policy. That policy says that classmates and teachers can't be compelled to address students, quote, in a manner that would violate their constitutionally protected rights. That includes preferred pronouns. School board members made clear their support for students and families. Council Chair Rajna Sizemore-Heisner. To all of our staff, our families, our students who are scared, we got you. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. A spokesperson for the governor responded saying, quote, Children belong to families, not bureaucrats or school board members. It's 518 now. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Ian Crawford's in the traffic center. And we're back to Virginia, Nick. Southbound on 95 before Woodbridge. Exit 161. The crash activity on the right side. At least one right lane is blocked. Have not had an update from the scene in about five minutes. But at last report, it was so right lane blocked. Northbound is not affected here. On the Capitol Beltway, the inner loop work continues after 123. A right lane is squeezing by. Outer loop, the ramp to go west on 66. At last report, was still out of commission for overnight work. And the work on 66, apparently still president accounted for. Westbounders 
before and after the Capitol Beltway and before and after the Fairfax County Parkway. In each case, getting by in a single lane. Eastbounders, before 29 Centerville, you are down to a left lane, and that will chase you all the way to the Fairfax County Parkway before you get all your travel lanes back. 50 eastbound, your ramp to go west on 66 is out of commission until Monday morning as they reconfigured the thing in light of all the work they're doing to expand I-66. On the Maryland side, the earlier crash still lingering 95 northbound after 216 near the Howard County rest area, still blocking a right lane and the ramp into the off uh, into the rest area. 50 eastbound near 704. At last report, that crash still over on the shoulder. Not much of a factor now. And BW Parkway is actually quiet between the two beltways. District travel, the freeway, and the 295s issue-free. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Let's get the forecast with Storm Team 4 meteorologist Ryan Miller. And taking a look here right now, Nick, temperatures are pretty cool. We're in the 40s north and west of D.C., and it's going to be a cool day across the region with highs close to 60 degrees. Many places actually are going to see highs only in the upper 50s. And plenty of sunshine for your Saturday. Cold overnight. Temperatures falling into the middle 30s, and it looks like we'll be close to 40 degrees downtown. Sunshine for your Sunday. Good-looking stuff and warmer with highs into the uh, middle 60s and upper 60s here with sunshine coming our way for Monday. 53 in D.C., 46 degrees in Leesburg, and right now currently in Culpeper Ward, 49. And we have 49 degrees outside of our studios. Brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP. A dozen charges for a driver accused of shooting at police twice in Northern Virginia. I'm Michelle Bash. It's 521. This advertisement is paid for by Lacuna Ventures, LLC. For terms and conditions, visit yourrights.legal. Attention. If you or someone you know spent time at Camp Lejeune, North Carolina prior to 1988 and developed serious health conditions such as non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, bladder, breast, or kidney cancer, you may be eligible for significant financial compensation. Call Camp Lejeune Victims to discuss your case now at 800-632-5641. Leaking underground tanks contaminated the drinking water with benzene and other highly carcinogenic chemicals up to 280 times acceptable levels. Marines, their families, contractors, or employees who spent at least 30 days at Marine Corps Base Camp Lejeune before 1988 and developed a serious health condition called to determine your eligibility for financial compensation. If you don't win, you pay nothing. It is critical to take action and call now. 800-632-5641. That's 800-632-5641. Or visit CampLejeuneVictims.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you 24-7 with supplies and solutions for every industry and access to product specialists ready to help. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you hire your local Certipro painters, you get the power of a cut above. Decades of expertise to transform your home from so-so to virtuoso. The power of neighborhood painters. We live where you live and probably like the same pizza place you do. Put the power of pro to work for you today. Get your project started at Certipro.com. Each Certipro painter's business is independently owned and operated. That sound? That's flowers putting up a fight. Thousands of them 
at the Alzheimer's Association walk to end Alzheimer's, carried by people committed to the cause. It doesn't matter what obstacles are in their way. Just like flowers, our participants keep going, raising funds and awareness for a breakthrough in the fight against Alzheimer's and all other dementia. Now it's time to add your flower. Join us at alz.org slash walk. This is WTOP News. 523, a dozen charges have been filed against a man accused of firing shots at police and leading officers on a chase through Arlington and Fairfax counties on Thursday. The charges against 27-year-old Ricardo Singleton of Arlington include attempted malicious wounding on a law enforcement officer, use of a firearm in the commission of a felony, and felony reckless discharge. The situation began in the morning after Arlington County Sheriff's deputies saw Singleton in his car holding a gun. Singleton is accused of firing at police twice, once while driving in Arlington and again after running from his crashed car in Falls Church. No officers were hurt. During the second shooting, a Fairfax County police officer returned fire, but Singleton was not hit. Per standard policy, the officer has been placed on restricted duty status until investigations are done. Michelle Bash, WTOP News. A 14-year-old student in Frederick, Maryland is facing criminal charges after deputies say she took out a large kitchen knife during a fight with another student at Governor Thompson Johnson High School yesterday. The county sheriff's office says the incident started during an altercation between the two girls in the school cafeteria. One of them, deputies say, took out a 10-inch kitchen knife and held it in a threatening manner. No one was injured. The girl faces charges including assault, reckless endangerment, and having a dangerous weapon at school. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and one local county is getting behind that in a big way with the Prince George's Goes Pink initiative. Talking about a whole month of free events, virtual and in person. Experts will discuss breast health, clinical trials, screenings, genetic testing, and also host some interactive activities. Jacqueline Beal is chair of the Prince George's Goes Pink Champion Volunteer Committee. She says there also will be health fairs. That will include on-site mammography screenings yoga classes, sessions on mental health awareness, and so much more. The calendar of events is at WTOP.com. Christy King, WTOP News. Money news at 25 and 55. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. A Friday tumble, not enough to offset early rallies this week. For the week, the Dow gained 2% or more than 570 points. The S&P 500 index finished the week up 1.3%. The Nasdaq up just under 1%. The Fed has two rate meetings left this year, November and December. The markets get a better feel for the Fed's thinking next week with minutes from the September meeting. Monday is Columbus Day, but that's a bank holiday. The markets are open. Jeff Claybaugh. WTOP News. Coming up after WTOP traffic and weather. Congress considers taking action against oil producing countries as gas prices start rising again. On Capitol Hill, I'm Mitchell Miller. It's 526. If you have equity in your home, let Cap Center put it to work with a cash out refinance. With competitive interest rates and a cap on closing costs, a cash out refi with Cap Center gives you more to work with. I'm a local business owner, so I understand the value of teamwork and communication. The Cap Center process is smoother than any I've experienced, and with the money for my cash out refi i was able to remodel my kitchen get more with a cap center cash out refinance believe it equal housing lender restrictions apply visit capcenter.com for details nmls id number 6.5